Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of How to Date When You're a Solid Eight. My name is Maddie Mikowski and I'm your host back again this week with a special guest. And I don't say that lightly. This guest <laughs> is so special that it's her second freaking time on the podcast. Alex, welcome back to the pod. Maddie, thanks for having me back yet again. Solid eight crew. I could not be more honored to have this requested return by many people. Yeah, many thousands. I couldn't keep them out of the DMs. <laughs> um, but Alex, I'm really excited to have you. I feel like I prematurely introduced you because there were some like housekeeping things I wanted to run through. So just hang tight. Okay. Thank you. Um, to the listeners, the solid eights, as I like to call you, um, thank you so much for listening. This means so much to me. I've gotten incredible feedback on the past few episodes, um, and it feels really good, and it feels really good that people are listening. Um, this started as a passion project, like for fun, and now I'm like, holy fuck, I need to get this episode out on time. And um Obviously, this week I'm a day late. I will try not to make a habit of it, I promise. Um, and yeah, so basically this is me saying thank you. I know that the new year is coming. I'm really hoping to level up in the new year. So get ready. Level up, level up, level up. Yeah, level the fuck up. And um, yeah, basically, before we get started, you should know this is a holiday episode. I don't think I'll be releasing another one until after the new year. Just need to give myself some time to prepare for the new year and prepare for some other stuff going on in my life that um, has nothing to do with dating. <laughs> um, what so else is there, Maddie? I know. I I think sometimes I forget that it's not my whole life isn't just like how to date when you're just one long date. <laughs> yeah, life life is one long date, isn't it? Um, but anyway, I guess what I'm trying to say here is I'm grateful for the impact that the listeners have had on like my motivation to continue to make this podcast every week. It means so much to me. Um, if you are interested in coming in coming on the podcast and chatting about your dating life or your hot takes on modern dating or dating through a global pandemic or anything. Um, even if you're in a relationship, if you're not, hit me up. I would love to get you on the sketch. Um, and yeah, so it's really exciting. So anyway, that's all the housekeeping stuff. Oh, my dad's calling me. Hold on. Does he want to be on the pod? <laughs> Should I ask? Hey, dad, I'm in the middle of recording an episode. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> okay. I'll talk to you later. All right. I'll call you. <laughs> Mr. Mikowski. Alex says hi. Uh, say hi back. He says hi back. All right. Love you. Love you Bye. Anyway. Love you <laughs> nope. more. You're all. Get you a date that'll say that at the end of it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, now that we really got all the housekeeping out of the way, um, let's get into the episode. Alex, again, welcome back to the pod. Happy holidays to you. I know you're, you are a Christian, so I would say happy or Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, started, uh, started life as a Christian, you could say that. Um, <laughs> what, what do you do for the holidays, man? What do I do for the holidays? Well, this year, um, nothing. Typically, I spend the holidays with my mom's side of the family because that is my mm. Christian uh, side of the family. Um, but yeah, the, with COVID, it's 
you know, weird times. So my mom's like, ooh, we can all wear matching pajamas. That'll be fun. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> yay. Honestly, a nice set of pajamas isn't a bad thing to get. I agree, but I would rather be with others. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love my family, but I would love to add others into the mix, you know? Love to see a combination of my blood and also somebody else's. <laughs> that I get that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, how about you? Home for the holidays? I am. This year I am going to my parents' house for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. It's just going to be my immediate family. Um, Normally I would go to my boyfriend, Charlie's family's house on Christmas Eve. But, you know, with all the craziness, we're just splitting up the family time. So I'm excited though. I can't wait to just like chill, veg out. You don't need to put makeup on this Christmas because you're not seeing anyone you're not related to. It's nice. Yeah. No, that'll be nice. I, I mean, I have been doing that for the last nine months, but uh, <laughs> a few more so days. it'll be a great change of pace. I think it'll be nice. It's nice to spend time with family, and sometimes you need that, like, legal holiday to, to get that, you know? Yeah, for not an excuse, but um, an excuse. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah you know. Um, okay, well, again, happy to have you back. This is my first repeat episode like not repeat episode, repeat guest. So I'm going to like check back in with you and like see where you're at um, with your scale of one to 10. I don't remember off the top of my head what you rated yourself last time. I feel like you said like at sometimes you're a 10, sometimes you're a two. Um, Well, so I guess I do remember. (laughs) I'm like, I don't remember, but uh, yeah. So where are you now? How would you rate yourself now? It's winter, the sun, we don't see it as much. Um, we are stuck to the confines of our own home. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so, um, how do, how would you rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 now, Alex? So I feel like this time I can give a more accurate answer of what I'm rating myself now. I think last time I was like thinking in my head, what would it be on my tombstone if I was rated from one to 10, like my whole life encompassed? So now I'm going to gauge it by how I feel right now. And like based off the last time. And I'm going to say, like, a firm six. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you th- Because I haven't seen sunlight for two consecutive days in about three and a half weeks. Uh, but, you know, day by day. <laughs> uh, day by day. For listeners at home who can't see Alex, she actually recently got curtain bangs, or what do you call them? Face frames. Um, no, they're curtain bangs. Oh, she got curtain bangs. Um, so would you say that that added to your, like, rating on a scale of 1 to 10 or took away? Honestly, it gave me two full points. Like, I was a four, and I went and got these curtain bangs, and I strut my ass down Market Street. Like, I oh, was shit. feeling it. And, you know, they're not even that, uh, intense curtain bangs. <laughs> no, I would have to say they look great. I also typically don't comment on how my guests rate themselves, but honestly, curtain bangs, I think you're eight, nine, I would almost dare to say 10, Alex. Oh, Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> I, would, I would almost dare, I said. But yeah, you can, you can stay at six if that's where you want to be. Anyway, Thanks, girl. <laughs> um, let's talk about, oh, current relationship status. Still, you said my boyfriend, Charlie, that it all adds up. <laughs> Still in a relationship. <laughs> and then 
yeah, I guess that's it for kind of getting back into the game. Now, since this is a holiday episode, I want to talk about just like the year in general. It's kind of like a reflection on where we've been, where we're going. Um, this is new for me, like this kind of episode. So if you're a new listener, know that this is new, just testing it out, just celebrating the holiday season. Um, if you're old, you know that I'm also just testing this out. So <laughs> if Alex, anyone's unclear, this is a test. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this episode can and won't be used against me. <laughs> um, so Alex, how have you been? Like, what has been going on since you last came on the pod? I believe that was like October you came on. So November passed. We're almost at the end of December. How have you been? How's like lockdown in Philly? We're in another lockdown, obviously. Uh, a little bit looser. But yeah, how are things by you? Things are, um, I, I have a tendency, everyone does, to start everything with things are good. Like, I could be like, things are good, my car just got stolen, but things are good. Um, no, but really, things are good. And I would say, overall, honestly, it hasn't been that bad because I've been really enjoying, this is my first year in my own apartment and making it just cozy in here. Like, I've been loving that. I have so many candles. I got a candlestick. I feel like James Bond, um, if he likes candles. I think the only <laughs> part, though, right now is, like, the days feel like I'm waking up blinking and then the day's over, and then I do the same thing. And mm-hmm. now the walks, I feel like that's really hard because I used to go on a bunch of walks throughout the day, which was nice because you got to see other people. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> I would say work has been easier to keep my motivation. I think creating like an environment that I really enjoy and feel comfortable in has helped with that. Um, and I agree. Can we talk about that for a second? Let's get into I, it. I think I have learned the value of like a good workspace at home. Um, obviously, I always had a great workspace, <laughs> always like in the time that I've been working for the past year and a half or so. <laughs> um, I've always had a great workspace like in the office. And then when I started working from home, I was like, eh, I'm just like working from home. It doesn't really matter. Like I'll work on the couch. I'll work in the kitchen. I'll work in the, like I'll work anywhere. But now I've kind of learned like, yeah, this is like, this is going to be like this for a bit, if not forever. So I've really set up like a nice space and it just like the pieces fall into place. Like I get more done. I'm, I also have like a standing desk too. So like I can sit or stand which is nice. So um, I definitely like heard that when you said like a nice like space to work from. Definitely. And I don't know if you have, do you have a certain time of day that you're the most productive? Yeah. From like nine to 10 AM. <laughs> <laughs> then the rest of the day goes to shit. Yeah. Like, if I don't start working, my, I work with a lot of people who live in the Netherlands and Europe and so obviously you can, I could start my day really early if I wanted. And when I start my day at like 637, I have such a more productive day because I feel like I get into like machine mode mm-hmm. or the day starts and I'm like, ah, oh, I could go on the couch. I could watch something in the morning, like make two breakfasts if I so please. Breakfasts. Breakfasts. Um, okay. Uh, so question now, this is a dating podcast, obviously. So circling back on this workspace, (laughs) you live with Charlie, your boyfriend, you both are working from home. 
what does that look like? Like, are, like how? Like, and you guys are in like a flat, like it's one floor. Yeah, um, it was, at first it was so fun because it was just like, I would come, I would work in our bedroom. Um, you can actually say the listeners can't, but. This is a podcast. <laughs> we have a fairly large bedroom, so there's an area to put a desk. I bought that and I worked in there for like a few months and then I, oh wait, sorry, I missed out a part. Yeah, it was really fun because we would come, I would come out of the room and I would be like, hey, hey, and we would like make lunch. And then I think over time, both of our work started to kind of pick up more. And now um, I moved into the living room because I felt trapped in here. So it's a lot of like, are you okay in this room? Are you okay in this room? But what's hilarious about it is you get to know what each other is like doing all day. So yeah. that time that you're kind of like, effing around on your phone or doing whatever or like looking at things on your computer then someone will just like come up behind you and it's kind of just like oh all right working hard working working hard like in a fun way but I feel like it um kind of keeps me accountable in a way because I don't want to like feel like a piece of shit if I'm not doing anything all day (laughs) yeah well technically you do make 75 cents on the dollar per job so I'm taking those hours back and if I want to do some arts and crafts I'm gonna do some arts and crafts <laughs> and then I'm gonna make him a sandwich hell yeah <laughs> cheese <laughs> um okay cool well thanks for like enlightening on us on that I have I kind of I don't I don't know how I would do like working in the same space as someone I can imagine that's hard like I feel like work is very territorial like this is my job and like this is what I do and I feel like it could get a little like funky even work like when I I moved home for like a month during the pandemic and I swear to god my freaking mom is like I'm busy and I'm like bitch so am I like I I do have a second though to chat mom like I think people get very like possessive over their job and like the amount of work they have to do and I'm like all right like we're we're all working yeah and especially because it's the same thing with you and your mom because your mom's in sales and you're in like creative role and that's exact situation with me and Charlie um he's in sales and I have like more of a creative role where I have to like what gets me inspired and motivated isn't the same thing as him so like he works his hours like straight through he's like boom 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 gotta get this done and I'm like I need to go on an hour walk or else I'm just a waste of a mind. Yeah. Looks like you're not working. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I'm here like editing my podcast. Um, I'm not even, I don't know if I should share this. I don't want my my company to like find this, but anyway. Yeah. I work really hard. I work overtime on the weekends, really nonstop. I've never had a misread email. Yeah, I actually, um, I don't sleep. I work through the night <laughs> and work is my life. So thank you. Alex, you sent me a text recently um, with, it was a hot take actually. And you said that like the holidays, particularly these like holiday season holidays are not sexy. Um, I didn't really know what you meant by that. And I didn't want to like get into it because I wanted to save it for this moment Um, so can you like talk about that a little bit and I can see if I get what you're saying? Oh, absolutely. I'll pitch it to you. So, um, I do not think I, so 
you heard Maddie say, I celebrate Christmas Eve, Christmas. Um, and I do not think they are sexy. I cannot speak for Hanukkah or any other holiday. <laughs> holiday. 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 <laughs> it would have been great if I nailed it. Anyway. Um, and I do not think they are sexy holidays. And here's why, Maddie. Because I don't know about you, but on my Christmas morning... I am literally eating chocolate and I turn into a ball of dough. And so <laughs> I just don't think it's sexy. I think it's the holiday that you are the girl from the rom-com or you try to be the girl from the rom-com. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it's sexy. I think there's a difference. I think Halloween is sexy. Okay. Yeah, for Halloween sure. Half They're half dressed. Everyone's like literally half naked. Um, and Christmas, it's like, I don't know, like Halloween, it's not like you see grandma and you're like, happy Halloween, grandma. Yeah, Alex, I totally get what you're saying now. Thank you for clarifying. And I think I have like a little bit of a theory slash like something to add. So basically, um, like we're at like a weird age because it was only like for me two years, one and a half years ago for you, two, two and a half years ago. That we were still like, <laughs> yeah, you're old. You're older than okay. <laughs> um, Yeah. Anyway, it was like not that long ago that we kind of like needed our parents. And like some of us still, <clears throat> me, mom and dad, love you. <laughs> Sometimes we still need our parents. Like even if it's just for a hug or a couple dollars. <laughs> um, but basically like we're at this weird between in between age where um, – Like, I think when I go home, I do revert back to more, like, childlike tendencies. Like, the other day I was home for the weekend. My mom wanted us to come home for Hanukkah, like, to celebrate, like, one night. I go home. I, like, find myself going to bed, but my parents were still, like, downstairs watching TV. And I was like, "Um, when you guys go to bed, will you just, like, come say goodnight? (laughs) Like, because (laughs) I started sleeping on the first I started sleeping on the first floor um, because I just like that bedroom better. And so, like, they have to walk past me anyway. So I'm like, would you guys just, like, say goodnight, like, just before you go upstairs? And I'm like, who is some warm milk, mommy? Literally. Like, I will ask my mom. Like, I'll be in the kitchen, like, right next to the refrigerator with water. And I'll be like, mom, can you fill my water? And I'm like, who (laughs) am I? Like, that is not cool. And, like, I'm being very vulnerable sharing that here because, like, that's, like, a little embarrassing. But, like, I – I see my siblings do it too. I see some of my friends do it too. Like, I know I'm not the only one, but we're at that weird age. Like, I don't know. Like, if I brought someone home for the holidays, they would be like, what? Like, you are a child. <laughs> like, do you get it? Or is it like crazy? Take on your um, mom, will you fill out my water? Yeah. In regards to relationships. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you have relationships, whether it's with boys on dates or like, friends in general you have you fill up more of someone else's water like do you think you ever want someone to like just do something for you um say more i'm a little lost yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> well lost fair enough are you saying that my mom is <laughs> my mom is a replacement for my boyfriend <laughs> are you dating your mom <laughs> 
<laughs> I've used her in like relationship comparison stories twice already, so maybe. Well, here, here. Love so, you, mom. I mean, like, I feel I agree with you when you say like you go home and you kind of revert back to old habits. Like for me, I binge eat. For you, maybe you need someone to do something for you. Like, do you feel when you go back into your real world, you know what I mean, away in your place in Philly, that in other ways you want people to do things for you? Because, like, when you're home, that's your tendency? No. Maybe you don't need it? Like, I don't know. I just, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I lived with roommates for four years in college, and I – it, they weren't always the, the most kind roommates. So I feel like I kind of like built up like roommate walls. Like I was like, yeah, like I'll do this for myself. Like I don't want to bother anyone, whatever. You know what I mean? Not all of my roommates were terrible. <clears throat> but yeah, like I, so I don't know if it's like a roommate or not roommate, but like other people thing, like when I'm pulled into the real world. But like even like when I see my friends from home, like I just revert, like when I see my friends from home, it's like, oh, that's Maddie the single one, this single one who's just partying every night. And then like when I'm in Philly and I'm with my like Philly friends, it's like, oh, that's Maddie. She's just one of us, you know? Like it's, you know what I'm saying? Like you revert back a little bit. I don't know. Man, couldn't be happier to be just one of us. (laughs) Yeah, Alex, you are just one of us. But do you get what I'm saying? Or am I going to publish this and everyone's going to be like, okay, this girl. (laughs) I get it. I get it. Listen, I get it. And you know what? I've experienced that with at home too. Like I remember the first time, maybe it wasn't, maybe it was just the first time Charlie came over with um, my sisters there too. Because if you have siblings, which obviously I know you do, Maddie, but Mm -hmm. listening, if you have siblings, oh, it's like another world of, because you have who you become when you go home and then you have like the demons who your siblings are. I love you, Sarah and Madeline. Those are my sisters and you guys are great. But, you know, we had in fights that people would probably call the cops on. So yeah. that was really embarrassing. I think it, I want to say it was Thanksgiving, the mm-hmm. first year we started dating. And honestly, it was like really embarrassing. We were playing Uno or some shit. And yeah, screaming match, political, political arguments randomly got thrown in there too. They were like, ah, I'm Trump. <laughs> it was just the weirdest shit. No, I feel that. I also like kind of going along with this same, same, but a little bit different. Even in college, like, and I'm not talking about like friends or at home or date. Well, I guess I'm talking about dating here, like, or boys in general. Like the way I acted towards boys in college is like way different than the way I act towards boys in like post-grad life. How like, so? I'll give you an example. Oh. Um, at a certain point this year, I ran into, or like not ran into, but like saw old, happened, co- <laughs> happened upon an old college haunt. Um, or this happened like, whatever. But, well, I'm kind of, yeah. So I kind okay. of am referring to, and, Oh. So I, I, I have, I'll cut those out, but I happened upon like a few people that I knew from college that were like, sorry, can you say it happened upon? Like, happened upon. <laughs> I happened upon them. <laughs> Alex, let me tell my story. Uh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so I was in post grad life. This is BC before COVID. 
And I literally thought my shit didn't stink round two post-grad life, thought I like was on top of the world, going back and forth between New York and Hoboken and Philly and just having like the best time ever. Ugh. Um, A moment of silence for that time. Yeah. Oh, miss it. Anyway, um, I was like super confident. Like Vic came on the podcast and she like, we were talking about how like in Hoboken, I was like a 10 million because I was just like, yes, confident. Like life is my bitch, whatever. And then I would see people from college and then I would do like go back to this like weird, like quiet, almost like timid place. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, that's not who I am anymore but not because I changed personality I just kind of like grew into who I was a little bit more I think um but yeah that's like an example like I think people certain people from certain parts of your life like when you see them again you almost like revert back to that behavior and I don't I don't necessarily want to call it good or bad but I know in like these particular instances with like college boys or boys from college not (laughs) college boys um it wasn't always like the hottest thing I could have done. Yes, I know. No, you are so right. I know exactly what you mean. Like, they'll just see someone and you're like, wait, did I just lose everything that I paid so much in therapy for? Like, I've worked hard to be this person. Alex, yes, that hit different. <laughs> what you just said, yes. Like, it's literally like all this money I spent on therapy went out the fucking window. Um, Corny quote that kind of now I think is, well, I mean, I know it's true, but people don't remember what you said but they remember how you made them feel oh my god okay (laughs) holy shit i never thought of that in like the the negative really yeah i mean i've always just thought like people remember you if you make them feel good but i think (laughs) well i'm glad i could twist a very optimistic quote for you into (laughs) an absolute turmoil (laughs) yeah but like it's so true like i look at people on paper and i'm like they're great on paper and then like i think about the way they make me feel and it's like not good that's crazy hold on i'm having a moment you process this um and we'll just we'll just keep this rolling as your gears turn in your head right now reset i think we should repeat that again alex would you repeat it again for the listeners? Because, like, honestly, like, that hit different. Because I always thought of it like, oh, like, if I'm a good person, if I, like, make people feel important, make people feel cared about, make people feel like someone, like, cheering them on or whatever, like, that's great. But I never thought about it. Like, if I made someone feel shitty or if someone made me feel shitty, then, like, that's how I remember them. Anyway, sorry. And do you – wait, really quick. Do you – see too that with like it's not just how you make other people feel but like it kind of alleviates some of the uh, almost like attachment because when you think about it how people might not be great but you felt good at a certain time so like someone who brings out like a negative thing maybe you just like didn't it just didn't sit well with you like it kind of takes away some of the pressure like not personal it's not you now but it's just something you felt then yeah i definitely i see that yeah <laughs> I, like, I'm, <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to like put it into like a way that i could explain it without exposing anyone <laughs> um can you can you expose without with like a disguise um i'm not even gonna try i'm just gonna say like something 
I feel like, I don't know. I might cut this out. I don't think it makes sense. I like that really just hit different. I'm just saying like, I think you do like you remember how people made you feel and almost like when like let's use this as an example let's just say if someone made you feel very small and like not in not in like a petite skinny (laughs) way (laughs) like in a um like they made you feel like bad and feel like little almost and like you don't really matter or whatever like when you see them again you're almost going to like revert back to that. Like, Oh, like I'm small. I don't matter. Like it's okay. And like, that's how you're always going to be. But like, for example, with my family at home, I always feel like loved and protected. And like someone will always fill my Yeti with water. And so when I go home, I say, mom, can you fill my Yeti with water? (laughs) Yes. So that's like the most simple way I could think of it. Um, but yeah, that's so true, Alex. I think we just like discovered a psychological um, movement. <laughs> and that's why Christmas isn't sexy. <laughs> Holy shit. Full circle, baby. <laughs> you, you heard it here, folks. Christmas is not sexy <laughs> because people remember how you make them feel. And no one's felt, you didn't feel sexy at a young age on Christmas, therefore you will not feel sexy on Christmas. Honestly, literally, yeah. Like, on Christmas morning, if you felt sexy, um, all the power to you. Santa (laughs) baby. (laughs) Long story, very long. Um, Christmas isn't sexy. I didn't didn't buy it at first, but now I'm buying it. So thank you, Alex. Ching. Um, okay, so now that was Alex's hot take. Moving into my own personal hot take. Um, I'm tired of dating. And you could say, Maddie, how many dates are you going on? Like, are you really that tired of it? And I could reply to that and say, okay, guys, right now, not that many. Sorry, my my white paw. Um, <laughs> I could say not that many dates. I'm not going on that many dates. And also. Can I like, ask how, what is not that many dates? Like, in the past month, I've been on zero. Okay. In, like, in the month of December, I've been on zero dates. It's right now for the people at home. It's December 16th, the day before this is going out. That's procrastination at its finest. But anyway, yeah, like, and when I say tired of dating, I don't mean, like, the act of going on dates. I just mean, like, like trying. And, like, you could say, oh, Maddie, you're about to put this whole podcast out of business. And to that, I would say, yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, yeah, but that's not really what I mean. I just mean like right now is like, it's more about family. Like we just live at like family, friends, like we just lived through like a really still, we're still living through if we're lucky enough, like we lived through a really, really hard time. And like, I was talking to a coworker today, like this is probably going to be like one of the hardest years we ever experienced for a very long time. Yeah. Knock on wood, God willing. But it's just, like, as a society, like, that we've all lived through together. And I'm just kind of, like, at a certain point, like, yeah, like, modern dating is fun. Dating during a pandemic, like, it's something to talk about. And I, like, it's obviously, like, I think everyone deserves love and all this stuff. But, like, right now, I'm a little bit more, like, introspective, um, which um, I'm sure my therapist loves because I just come to every (laughs) session. I'm like, yeah, things are great. I'm just 
cruising. <laughs> um, but no, not necessarily the case. But I, I, I don't know if I don't know if I like that makes sense or it's a full complete yeah. thought. But like, it's just like, is that the most important thing right now? No. Is it really fun to talk about? Do I enjoy it? Obviously, yes. Like, I literally had a job interview earlier in the week and like my podcast did come up and like, I'm proud of it. I like own it. I'm really grateful for like anyone who listens, but like at this moment I will be taking a little hiatus from like dating. Obviously I think I mean like two weeks. Um, but it's just like, you know what I mean? Like it's just, I I can't put like, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, also like I'm working on myself. <laughs> like, I don't know. But You'll also so like much energy. What? You only have so much energy that like you can give to other people and other aspects of your life. That's just one cup that needs water. Exactly. And while I am speaking to like one person, like particularly, I guess you could say t- talking. Um, <laughs> Fair thing. But, n- I don't even know. But like, I'm not going to stop, like, speaking to that person, but I'm just, like, I'm not going to go, like, searching for others. Sorry, Victoria. I know you're very into me keeping the ball rolling. But, um. And just to confirm, he's not someone, you're still going to keep talking to him, but it's not like you're, like, oh, he's it kind of thing. Yeah, no. Definitely yeah. not. Um. And I, like, actually, like, my roommate was, like, I'm, like, why are you still talking to him? Like, I feel like you're not, like, in it. And I'm just, like, honestly, I could be. Like, I don't know. Like, this is the one I was talking about last week where he's in school. So he's on break, quote, unquote, now. He lives in a state that's, like, a flight away. So he flew home. And I'm just kind of, like, okay, I can't see him. So, like, I'm a little bit on hold. Like, it it almost came at a nice time. Mm Mm-hmm. But don't worry, this podcast isn't going anywhere. My love for boys and men and dating and all the fun stuff all around it um, is not disappearing. I'm still as obsessed as ever. This is me just like taking a little break for the holidays. Happy to hear that you're still in the game. (laughs) Can I ask how you – do you have any other feelings about how not dating? Because I know like you love it. It's fun. Not like you're obsessed with it. Like it's your favorite hobby. But I just mean like (laughs) – with it and do you have any feelings of like almost guilt or like relief or anything like that um not guilt not relief maybe a little bit of relief honestly I like I'll tell you a story so my like in July of 2020 I was like super upset about Again, I keep talking about him. I should give him a fake name at this point. Um, Terrence. Terrence? (laughs) Okay. Honestly, let's call him Terrence. Okay. Terrence is the boy from the beginning of quarantine that lasted until like June, July. And like beginning of quarantine, I mean like March. And we were talking. We finally hung out. This is when I hung out a lot. Really like became like hooked on him. Um towed the line of obsession it's fine (laughs) but like in a very like calm way like and it was reciprocated that's why when I like fell and like fell down I like fell harder I think because I thought it was reciprocated reciprocated at least but anyway where I'm going with this is in July I was really upset about it and I had to like obviously like we're meeting with our therapists like virtually 
it's hard to like kind of explain some things sometimes because you're doing it over Zoom or over FaceTime or whatever. And I was trying to put it into perspective for her that I'm not this like boy obsessed, like crazy, like dater, serial dater person. But I like the way I thought to put it is I was like, yeah, listen. So I used to like go home at the end of the night and I'd be cool with like nachos or like queso. And that was really like, that's all I needed. Like my girls and my queso and that's fine. And then after like talking to this guy for like so long, like I just got so used to like talking to him or hanging out with him or like him coming over or whatever. And then after that, I was almost like I needed it. Like I was like, I can't just go back to having queso and going to bed. Like that's crazy. Like you need to like end the night with someone like next to you or like on the phone with you on FaceTime or something. And I became like so hyper obsessed with like having like filling that hole again like since July, like literally since no July. No pun intended. <laughs> ew, ew. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that I think it's kind of like a relief that I'm like not, like I'm cool with the queso again, you know? Yes, <laughs> I know. Yes, Maddie, I completely agree with that. I think I've definitely felt that before and I don't know. Do you think it's kind of like just about routine like you feel comfortable in that. So like you do it so many times and you get a certain amount of satisfaction out of it because you get like that affection over and over. And then especially like I went through something similar went like at around the same like age that you went through that too. Um, and I think that I hadn't had that before that time. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought like, oh, if I do this, then I get that, like, reward of affection or that reward of X, Y, Z. And you learn that that's how you get it. And, like, that's when it's almost supposed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, the word routine, I was, like, really stuck, especially, like, beginning of COVID when there was literally nothing you could do. I would get up. I would work. I would work out after work, like, go on a run or ride my, like – um, stationary bike, whatever, shower, eat dinner. And then this kid would come over and we'd hang out and like watch TV. And like, I was in such a habit of that, that like, I would, I was like addicted to the habit. Like I, after I realized like he maybe wasn't that great of a guy, this Terrence fella, like I was still addicted to like, okay, but like, who's going to come over and watch TV with me and my roommates? Like, you know what I mean? Like I was very, it was like the habit. And like, I, I think my therapist even once asked me like, do you even like care about this kid? Or was it more of like routine? And I'm like, okay, I obviously did care, but like at a certain point you have to stop crying over someone who doesn't want to be with you. Like it's more of like, you know what I mean? It's more of like routine habit. Um, so yeah, to answer my, to bring, yeah, to bring my hot take full circle, I'm tired of dating, but in a way that it's just like I need like a moment to myself and a moment to like bask in the fact that like I'm cool with eating the queso after like a night of drinking. I love that. Be cool with the queso. Hashtag cool with the queso. Oh my God. Yes. Hashtag that. Um, and yeah, tag me. <laughs> um, should we get shirts made? We can have like a clock pointing at uh, like 2 a.m. 
cool with the queso? Alex, yes. Oh my God, yes. Yes. Let's do it. Wait, okay, yeah. If you know anyone that does like merch or anything, please hit me up, slide into the DMs. I think that's such a cool sweatshirt idea. Like, I think it's cool because people might not know what it means, but they would think you're cool because they don't know what it means. And they'd be like, oh my God, that's so cool. I don't even know what it means. Yes. Oh my God, that must be something cool because I don't know what it means. And it has the word queso on it. (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's happening. Okay. Let's, so we talked about like the holiday, like Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Let's move into like the new year. Um, Alex, were you here for New Year's last year? I was not in Philly. I was with Charlie's friends last night. Okay. The less cool friend group. Oh, totally. But if you're listening to this, you're way cooler, but <laughs> you're way cooler too. <laughs> um, yeah. So last year, I guess Alex wasn't in attendance, but my roommates and I obviously BC threw a straight up banger in our home and we asked people to dress to the nines. And let me tell you- just yeah. remind everyone. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we weren't it during it wasn't a global pandemic last New Year's. So we had the most lit ass party. I was like, 2020 is gonna be my bitch. Like <laughs> I think we all thought that, you know. That has to be the start of like a some comedy movie coming soon. It's like 2020 is my bitch. And then <laughs> forward like three months and you're just like on the couch and like no pants and a sweat. We're doing the renegade on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're on mute. Sorry. Oh, I, I was on mute. <laughs> mm. Oh, God. Sorry. I thought you were going to get that. Cut that. <laughs> okay. Why was I on mute? No, I was joking. Like, we're talking about all the bad things during quarantine. Just constantly being like, you're, you're. Alex, that's not funny because we're on Zoom right now. Okay. <laughs> I get that now. <laughs> okay. Um. So, anyway. 2020 has been like a big year for everyone, I think, in a, in different ways. Um, crazy things. How did it go? Did you make 2020 your your bitch or? Um, no. <laughs> I I do think 2020 happened to make me its bitch, but <laughs> I I'm okay with it. <laughs> I take it in stride. <laughs> anyway, Alex, I'm gonna ask you, like, relationship wise, you started out not living together you live together now like that's a big thing also personally you were in a different role in your career beginning of 2020 i believe right Mm -hmm. yeah because i remember celebrating over the summer um outdoors like at a restaurant or something safely (laughs) um but you know what i mean like things changed like i guess basically what i'm saying is like if you had to like wrap up your whole 2020 like relationships like with like significant other family relationships friend relationships career like everything in one like how would you say it went how would you say and i want like raw candid don't just say rainbows and butterflies because if you do you're a serial killer um and like what are you looking for in 2021 all right um i know that's a very loaded question (laughs) (laughs) um how about i do how about I do like a um, highlights reel? So the good, the bad, and the ugly highlights reel. Mm-hmm. Talk about the main points because it was a big year of changes, and I feel like romantic relationship, friend relationship, family relationship, like it all has an impact. Yeah. So 
I started out 2020, uh, similar thoughts to you. I was like, holy shit, this is my year. Like I am going to do it all in every area. Um, it got off to a good start. I got a promotion as soon as the new year hit in my previous role. Uh, and then I was doing, I was traveling the first January and February, which was a lot of fun. I loved being able to travel. Um, in March, I moved in from my parents' house into my apartment in Philly. I love my apartment and I loved it then. And I was like so excited. It was just what I wanted, just what we wanted. Um, I moved in with my boyfriend. Uh, and then our first Friday, we got a text saying offices closed until further notice. Oh, yeah. Thing was shut down. Um, and I know I gave a little recap of that, so I won't go too much into that part of it. But um, I would say at first I loved it because I get really tired from, though I'm like a social person and I like to be around people, I get really tired and just from like constantly figuring out schedules and plans with people. Like that's just something that tires me out. So for me at first, honestly, like I was kind of loving it because I felt like I had so much more energy because that other part normally takes a lot out of me. Um, and then nothing honestly really happened until I got a new job, uh, which was an area that I really liked in, Jul in the beginning of July. And so that was awesome. Like I was getting a little tired with working from home. And I mean, we were still getting things for our apartment. Like we've been here for nine months and we still don't have a dresser. <laughs> there's like little things like that and I think there was some getting now we're in a really good routine with like who cooks kind of things so that's something that like people don't really talk about yeah but like we both okay. had different schedules so adjusting to that was different but now we have like a good routine where we go back and forth with like food shopping and then also like someone will cook the whole week and we try different recipes so then it's like you have a kind of like a fun week to cook and then a week off um but anyway, so I started a new job in July, beginning of July, and that was when I actually started to, it was like the first time I saw my friends, mm -hmm. and that I think helped to just, um, just a couple of my friends that I've seen, obviously, safely, safely, um, but being able to see friends for the first time, I feel like everyone got really relieved with that, um, and then on my 24th birthday, I got COVID, and um <laughs> so yeah and then my family actually was significantly impacted by that so honestly from like july started off great i was like holy shit i am gonna be the president of the united states <laughs> and then like july 22nd hit and i was like i'm a piece of trash um but so yeah my Honestly, going from July to September, I was with my family, like, the whole time, um, which was such a huge, it could have been ab absolutely horrible, and it was absolutely horrible, but for me, like, my experience in 2020, I think that's, like, the greatest thing I'm coming away from is just that I knew family was important. But it really pushed me to grow from, like, my childhood self almost into, like, adults. And I was like, okay, my sisters were adults. Like, me and my dad now have a different relationship where it's not, like, it's still dad-daughter, but it's a little bit more equal now. Mm -hmm. 
and like all same thing with my mom and I feel like it's just it's been really eye-opening for me and I kind of wish it didn't take that long given that COVID has impacted so many people um but for me it did take that to like realize it um and now I'm kind of at the point where and I think we should clarify I like someone in your family got sick you were yeah. just said you went home and it just seemed like you were like hanging there. <laughs> oh, sorry. So my mom was significantly impacted by COVID. Yeah. That's kind of like high level, but yeah. So that was really, really hard. Um, but she's okay now and she's awesome. If anyone's wondering. Yay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, I, it was, I don't know. Like, it was a crazy year. I feel like I had so much change. And I think I'm honestly really excited for 2021 to settle a little bit more into, like, myself. Because there's been so much, so many external factors that have been changing around me that I feel like I have kind of, um, I don't know, like, normally I have such a good sense of, like, where my direction is pointing for like even my days and so I'm excited for 2021 to like get that back a little I don't know am I ranting in a way that is very no I think it's very clear that a lot of the things that happened in your life in 2020 were impacted by like others and obviously like a global pandemic (laughs) so like in 2021 I think what I'm getting is like you're looking to like do things for yourself and kind of like like explore more of like how things like how you feel about things does that make sense yeah honestly I really want to focus on um what I want and what I need because I know I love giving to other people like that is something that also kind of like fills my tank um but I haven't been able to do that even in a Mm -hmm. proper way uh so I feel like I need to figure my shit out a little and like what I want, what I need, and then I can give to people in like a better way. That's like beneficial for both of us. Yeah, you can't fill up anyone else's Yeti if yours is empty. True. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. Um, yeah, that's awesome, Alex. I think I, like as you were speaking, obviously not the same exact things didn't happen to me personally, but I think we all felt very similarly. Like everything that happened to a lot of people this year was based on like external factors. And I think being like young, uh, like Gen Zers who grew up kind of just like in this almost like, I don't want to say perfect world, but like if you want something, you can go after it. If you don't want something, you don't have to go after it. And like for things to be like forced upon you by these like external factors that we've never experienced before, AKA global pandemic. And you couldn't go into work, even if you wanted to, you couldn't see your grandparents, even if you wanted to, you couldn't see your family, even if you want, like you couldn't do Mm -hmm. things even if you wanted to. And I think that's the first time, like, fortunately, like I can say in my life that I literally couldn't do something that I wanted to do. Like, and yeah. obviously very privileged to say something like that, but like just in general, like, do you know what I mean? Like, definitely. Like, and I think I- in 2021, we kind of like, as like vaccines roll out and people have a little more freedom and you can do things still wearing a mask, obviously. Like, I think it's more like do it for you. 
I don't know. Like, I could be talking out of my ass here. No, I think you are, especially with this year. Everyone's had to make decisions that people, people have felt very entitled to others' decisions and very much offended or, um, like, beloved by other people's decisions when it doesn't have anything to do with them. So yeah. it's also made us realize, too, like, yeah, I'm going to make this decision, and that's kind of it. Like, we want that feeling. Um, Absolutely. I totally agree with you on that. Wow. I'm glad we're on the same page. Same page. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I totally, I agree with what you're saying. I I hear you. I totally feel you. Um, (laughs) There's a lot of love in the Zoom call right now. So much love. Um, I'm trying to think kind of like how it relates to me. Um, (laughs) yeah. Tell me about how you've grown, um, relationship wise. And I know like we go relationship normally with romantic, but like, I think they're all connected. Like how your relationship is with one person, like kind of can represent like how you are in another sort of. So like, how do you think that you've grown relationship-wise on your end, what you can control this year? I think this year, relationship-wise, I, I don't, I'm a people person. Like, I love my friends and, like, the, and my family. And, like, I was lucky to have that time where I went home for a month just because I was like, you know what? I, I, I should just move back for a second. Like, there's nothing really going on in Philly. Obviously, my job I can do remotely. Obviously, like, this is time with my family that I probably won't ever get back um, or have the chance to spend like a month with them. So I went home and that was great. I like, I think that was just like a, that was like a very like silver lining of the pandemic is spending time with my family. Like my parents are like really cool people. Like, and I, I, I mean, yeah, like obviously my siblings are cool in their own rights, but like my parents, great people. Like I love hanging out with them. Yeah, literally. That's like one form of relationships, I guess, family. Friends, this year was hard for me with friends because I I love my friends. I love seeing them. Like it was really hard to like not see some people, especially for like a long time. There's still people like I haven't seen in like maybe at this point like a year. Like it's that's really hard. Um, and I'm obviously I'm grateful for zoom parties and those kind of things. And like, even this podcast, like I have this built in time in my week to just like connect with people on like a whole nother level. Um, so that was really hard for me, like relationship wise in that way. Um, relationship wise, like romantically definitely had a little bit of an awakening there. You know, um, I like was really hurt by Terrence, <laughs> what's it called? <laughs> And I think that was, like, a life lesson. Like, obviously, um, I don't know. It just um, – What life lesson? It was just, like – it was more a lesson, like, internally. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know if I'm, I can, like, put it into words, but it was a big, like, aha moment. Like, I don't know. It was more about myself because for so long I was, like, blaming myself for all these things and, like, it wasn't, it wasn't my fault. I mean, we don't have to get into, we don't have to get into it. It wasn't your fault. It wasn't my fault. Um, that took a long time, I guess. So that's that. 
I guess I just slapped at you. That was no, like- that's okay. I thank you. <laughs> Needed that. Um, so basically, like in in terms of like all relationships, there was like growth. There was also some things that I like wish like I could get more time with people. Like two of my best friends from home got engaged. Like that's crazy. I'm so I'm happy for them. Like oh my standing desk almost just went. Um, it's just like so many things happen, and like I wish you could just like be there for your friends and hug them, or be there for like your family. Like my mom doesn't get to see her siblings, and especially like during the holiday season, which they've done since they were like little tykes. Like, and they they can't be together like this holiday season, and like that sucks. And I just want to like hug my mom, and then she's like, ah, get away from me! Like you were just in Philly, like you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's just like. There's a lot, like a lot happened, but like, I'm really like, I'm really hoping things look up in 2021. This podcast has been like, in terms of relationships, like so many people have reached out to me just like being like, Hey, it's been a while since we've spoke, but like, this is a really great outlet. Like I've, I like connect with some of the things you're saying, like, that's so amazing to hear. Like that means a lot to me. Um, and just because, like, I know that when I hear people say things that, like, I also, like, feel, I'm like, okay, like, cool. Like, I'm not the only one that thinks that. So yes. for me to be that person for someone else, that's really cool. So that's, like, a big, like, really, like, high level. And you're probably like, whoa, Maddie, you just got so specific. But, like, high no. level, general, like, relationships, 2020, it's only – it can only go up from here, honestly. Definitely. Something else, I guess, as I wrap up this, like, 2020 talk. I'm so sick of this fucking number, 2020. I know! (laughs) And it's in, like, a lot of my passwords, like, for work. I probably shouldn't share that, but, like, you don't know what the other parts are. And it's just, like, blah, blah, blah. login is um, (laughs) mads. (laughs) It's, like, blah, 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 2020, because I guess I, like, had to remake my passwords, like, whatever. And, like, I'm just, like, so fucking sick of typing to every, like, login. (laughs) Anyway. Wait, can um, I say something about the recap so far? Like, yeah, of course. So I have a question. I have a couple questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna. Fi- I'll just fire them off. Yeah. Question would be, um, what do you want or not want in 2021 in regards to like dating relationships? Um, I think I want to. Uh, trust myself. I think like starting in college and you're probably like, Maddie, we're only talking about 2020, but like in college, this like bad habit started where I was like, Ooh, I don't trust myself. Like, Ooh, I can't trust myself. Can't be trusted. Like, Ooh, had like had some rosé tonight. Can't just kidding. I don't drink rosé. Mm-hmm. Michaela does. <laughs> She's gonna laugh. <laughs> um, I do. Can't trust myself. Like I don't know. And I think I need to like switch the narrative a bit. And like, I do trust myself. <laughs> like that's, that's like a lame excuse because I do trust myself. And like when someone says like, Oh Maddie, like I'm not sure if that's the best idea. And it's like something I really like am passionate about. I'm going to say, Hey, you know what? I trust myself <laughs> because like if I don't trust myself, who else will? So that's something I've kind of like learned, I think. And that's amazing. I want to bring that in and not with, not on my own doing. I have a really amazing therapist who like really kind of like drilled that into me, like trust yourself. And I'm like, holy shit, I probably should. Um, so yeah, that's like something I definitely want to bring in to 2021 is just like that trusting in your, 
I don't even want to say your gut. I think that's kind of lame, but just like trusting what you've learned. Like I've been on this earth for like 23 years. It's not possible that I haven't taken in one fucking thing. Um, yes. Trust so yeah. your mind. You've learned a lot. You have a lot of memories. You have a lot of feelings connected to them. Like, you know, your shit. Yeah. Thank you. Psychology major. Yeah, um, that's a psychology major's take on that. If you Trust need your it. memories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it all goes back to childhood. Um, but yeah, so that's that. Um, what's the other thing? Okay, um, the next question would be, you oh, yeah. really hard for you. Uh, this is my second to last one. So second. the last one is... You said that it was really hard for you in regards to friends, like not seeing them. I'm just curious as the years, the year has progressed in your outlook on 2021, have you like felt better about that? What have you done to sort of just in case anyone else is like going through that, who's listening to it? Like, what have you done to sort of help that for yourself? Um, Alex is coming after my podcast hosting job. That's for sure. Um, I don't have a microphone. This is my <laughs> work laptop. Actually, cut that out. It's not my work laptop. This is a personal <laughs> laptop. <laughs> um, so I guess something that really helps is just like, you're going to be like, yeah, duh, but group, group chats, they just kind of make yeah. me feel like connected to everyone in like my one friend group chat at home. Um, Weirdins. Weirdins. Shout out to you guys. Love you. Um people just like pop onto FaceTime like in the middle of the work day and like whoever's available, like will just hop on. And like, I was just like eating dinner like a second ago, not a second ago, like an hour ago. And like Meg heck popped into FaceTime and was like, anyone available? I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Let's chat. And like, I think that well, just like um, the ease of just like hopping onto a FaceTime and like knowing they're right there. And like, they all know what's going on in my life. And like, just like our, like a lot of our friends, Alex, like moved to Philly this year. And like, we have that like huge Philly group chat. And like, just to know that you could be like, Hey guys, like bachelor tonight, anyone free. And people would be like, yeah, like we're coming over. Like it just, mm-hmm. that feels good. Um, so like group chats has been like a great solution. What else has been a great solution for me? Um, this is like, obviously in the summer, um, a group of us, like at home, we would zoom every Friday night and we would get, like bombed on zoom playing all these like zoom games whatever and then in june we actually planned a trip to this like random ass airbnb in bumblefuck maryland and we all stayed there for like a weekend or it was like the week of fourth of july i think we stayed for like four or five days um that was really fun obviously we can't really do something like that right now but that was like something to look forward to we all like obviously had no choice but to quarantine before and after what were we doing Um, But yeah, that was really great. Just like zooming with the same people, like bringing, I don't know, that was fun. You kept your friends at arm's reach metaphorically. Yeah. And we had a fantasy football league, which I just lost out of. Maddie. (laughs) What? That is so you. Yeah. I'm queen of fantasy football. I actually (laughs) was doing really well for a sec. And this week I just like lost the playoffs. I don't really know how to say it. Um, but I was holding the pot. I did spend it all. So it is now all coming from out of pocket for whoever <laughs> wins. <laughs> so did yeah. you spend it on? It was in my Venmo. So it's like gas, electric. I don't know. Uh, it all comes together. It's really not your fault. You can't be held responsible. No. In fact, someone else was responsible and didn't want to be. So she sent it to me. And I was like, it can't be that hard, right? But it was. <laughs> 
All right, and I have um, one more. Yes. My, just because I know the listeners want to get to know you even more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first, I didn't mention in my highlights, which I'm very sorry for, but uh, Biden won. This is not a representation of the Solid 8 podcast. It's a representation of myself, Alex Zapansky. I do not speak for the podcast. The podcast also <laughs> is happy that Joe Biden won. We okay, did <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be the next president of the United States. <laughs> so yeah, that was huge. Um, Kamala, Mamala, Mamala, Kamala. I was yeah. actually on a date when a hinge date when we found out Joe Biden won. So it comes no full circle. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. And then my last thing, I want to say, I feel like you're doing such a great job. Like the podcast that you've created is is really such a great outlet. Like, it's helped me. Like, I know I've been on it, but, like, just, like, listening to it, like, I love it. It's seriously, like, listening to my best friends. And um, and I'm not just saying that because... They are your best All of the guests have been my best friends. But anyway, um, <laughs> how can people support your podcast, man? Like, I want to support it. What can I do to support the podcast? Wow. I would also just like the listeners to know that, like, I did not. Alex is pulling these out of like her own ass. Um, but Alex, thanks for asking. Um, if you do want to support, just like tell your friends, follow me on Instagram. Um, tell your friends to follow me on Instagram. Screenshot like what you're listening to and post it on your story. Rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you listen to. the podcast on and yeah just tell your friends and if you do like want to come on you have something like you feel super passionately about in the the dating space or like anything just come on like this i did technically from the start call this like a love and lifestyle podcast so um we can hit both which we have today this this episode has been really cool if you ask me obviously i'm the one speaking (laughs) if you ask me the editor and creator (laughs) Uh, producer, editor, creator, author. <laughs> no, but cool. I'm excited. I can do all those things tonight. So, are you saying you haven't done those already? Oh, um, sorry, my connection's really bad. I didn't say that. I did. Um, but anyway, yeah. Thanks for asking, Alex. That means a lot. And thanks for being here. Like, I know it does take like a chunk out of your night to like come on. Um, I know you, things are really busy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could have been sitting on the left side of the couch and watching a show, or I could have been sitting on the right side of the couch and watching a show. So, I mean, I did squeeze you in, but I'm really happy we could make the time together. I appreciate that. I guess to wrap this up, before we wrap it all up, send everyone home, um, I had one question in particular that I thought like fit in to this week's episode. Again, guys, please submit your questions. I post it like once a week. I love to hear from you guys. This one, um, the other ones never really, or didn't really um, align with the episode, so we can cover them another time. But basically, this one person asked, I'm talking to the perf, or I'm dating the perfect person during COVID, but I'm not really sure about after. What do I do after COVID? And that was kind of like what they wrote in the little box. Mm. Um, but I guess basically the way I'm understanding it is like, it seems like it's the right fit now because like, I guess it's slim pickings. Um, but like, what if they're not the match after, which I totally get, like I, that totally resonates. Um, Alex, do you have any thoughts? Definitely. And I think this is something that people could really disagree on. So like, 
I'm just hearing this for the first time. So if you don't agree with me, then I apologize. But <laughs> I think um, send her hate mail. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like it could be a hot take. Um, I think that COVID isn't over. And so worrying about something that has yet to come is kind of inevitable because one, if you're, if you are truly happy right now and you have this inkling that things might be different after COVID, you might be different after COVID. Like this has Mm. been such a transformative time, um, that I think you should take it day by day. You shouldn't worry about like what's down the road. If you're happy right now, you enjoy the companionship of that person. Um, they're, you guys are treating each other well. Like I would say, keep going through it. As long as your Yetis are being filled with water in the best way that you need them, like keep it going. And then you can worry about it when things actually do change. Yeah. Alex, that's a really good perspective. I agree. Um, I didn't agree before you said it, but I'm going to just <laughs> piggyback off of that. Basically, I think, yeah, with what you said about this transformative time is like, you don't know who the fuck you're going to be at the end of this. You don't know when the fuck the end of this is, you know? Um, also, like, if you really didn't want to be with someone, I don't think you would be. And if you are, get the fuck out, you know? Um, yeah. yeah, like, as, as my wise-ass sister once said on this podcast, if you want to be with someone, you would. Um, therefore, if you don't want to be with someone, you are not going to be with them. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my take as well. So also nobody's posting about when like everyone's posting, I've seen on social media, like pictures with their significant others, like all the time. And like, that's not realistic. You know what I mean? So like, just because you might have a really great relationship, like Mm -hmm. you could grow that after COVID, but if you, it it looks like other people never have that question, but Mm -hmm. if you know what I mean? So yeah. like, it's something that's normal. So as long as you're like taking your wants and needs into account all the time, then you'll be good. Yeah. I think what you're saying is like social media is like highlight reel. Death. Yeah. I Especially agree. now. Yeah. Um, great. Well, thanks, Alex, for answering that. And thank you to my listener for writing in. That was awesome. Keep writing in, guys. That's great. Alex. Um, we've covered so much. I'm not even going to ask you. Actually, I am, you know, do you have, I'm not even going to ask for dating advice. I'm going to ask for just any advice you might have for me for 2021. Ooh. All right. I have some advice for you for 2021. (laughs) Hit me. And I would say that given that this is going to last a little bit longer, I think there's a lot of like ups and downs throughout the day. I mean, we talked about it in our recaps. Um, Everything's constantly changing. We don't know when uh, things are going to change in the way that we want them to. So when you have a feeling towards something, it's not a reflection on who you are or what like your life will be. So each moment it, is not like an overall reflection. Like it's going to come, it's going to go. And also remember that like what we said earlier, people remember how you made them feel, not what you said. So like when you do go back into dating, um, when I do, well, like, I I don't know, you're on a kind of hiatus when you're, when you're back, like in full speed, remember that too. Like maybe that will, you know, a little less stressful. You can make it a little more fun. Cause like, 
if you make them feel good, it doesn't matter what you say. Like, not, yeah, that's it. I definitely get that. Thank you. Um, I would also just like to say I'm not hanging out my dating hat. I'm just taking a holiday <laughs> vacation. When you um, start back up in dating in two weeks <laughs> for this. Yeah. So, Alex, I cannot thank you enough for giving me your evening. This was so awesome. It was great chatting with you. And to my listeners, thank you so much for listening every week. It means so much to me. Tell your friends. Tell You don't have to tell your family, but <laughs> tell your friends. Tell your mom. <laughs> you don't have to tell your mom. Um, but it means the world to me. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Let's kick this shit off in the new year in a really good way. I'm hype. And uh, yeah, so I don't know if I'll catch you next week, but I will definitely catch you the week after that. <laughs>